I'm not mad at it. Imagine, Imagine that. that. Oh, <laughs> I see all my sons. I love them, baby. Yeah, that's why I wasn't fucking singing with y'all because I don't even know the words. All right. Wow. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Black Girls Textan. <laughs> Not text done. <laughs> okay, welcome, welcome to the Black Girls Text In. And <laughs> we are letting you in on our group chat and the tea that we spill. I'm Charles Pinky. I'm Glenn at Bedside Brat. I'm Shade at Black Girls Texting. So, how'd you all, you know, it's Hollow Weekend. Girl. Well, we just finished Hollow Weekend. It was Hollow Weekend. Yeah. So, how'd you all, what'd you all do? I'm sitting here drinking this rosé, probably about to become blackout in 10 seconds because I... Okay, this is going to be a good episode. (laughs) I um, just got back from D.C. last night and went to Howard's Homecoming. Ooh. Fantastic. H U. You know. Ew, that's how you do it? Is that how you do it? No. No, it's supposed to be H U. You know. I know, but I can't... How did you know that? Because I'm black. What are you? Everybody knows that. I did not know that. I I can't like fully commit to it. Is that to, like, strictly it? Howard, or yeah. is it like what about they, Hampton? It happens on Blackish all the time. The real Howard is, I mean, so the real know. HU is Howard. Hampton is Hampton Institute. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's Damn. Started. All right. Don't come. Don't come fighting us. And right. Don't come for me because I don't know what about these HBCUs and. I don't know. I mean, it was branch. like this, I had this whole moment where I was back where I was like, oh my god, like I'm. Like, I'm so fucking happy I went to this school. It was so crazy. I had never the felt that way before. irony. I know. Oh, yeah. I, I hated Because you didn't Howard even want to go there. there. Didn't, didn't want to go to college, first of all. So I was like, fuck it. Remember fine, when you almost go. went to Emerson? I'm so glad I didn't go to that goddamn school. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. That would have been... I thought I wanted to, like, go to school in Boston and do, like, a, like a college-y kind of experience. And it was, like, a city school. I just... I'm... Oh my God. I'm so happy I went to fucking Howard. I'm so thrilled. I, I mean, I could tell y'all more. How was your, your weekend? Wait, Howard? do you give back to I Howard? Back Girl, they be sending me these messages, these pamphlets and stuff. I'm not there yet. When <laughs> BGT pop. Well, just so you know, because I, when I was at Colgate, I worked in the giving office. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you just give a dollar to your school, it the rank, like the school ends up ranking higher. Oh, for real? Okay. Because it's like, um, the more peak gifts, the better for the school. Just like these are the donors that we have. Just, yeah. You gotta be careful though, that scammer man don't take your money. Oh, oh yeah. The one who was. Uh, <laughs> what was his name again? Because he was cracking me up. Was he at ha- Homecoming? No, girl. The, the, the audacity. I don't think he went to jail. <laughs> no, because he countersued. Ta- yeah. In case you don't know what we're talking about, Glenn, you wanna talk about your uh, fellow HBO alumni? I know alumni. my uh, alumni. <laughs> I wish I could remember his name right now because it was something mad funny. All I know is Howard Scammer. Yes, he's the one. I mean, if y'all were online at all this summer, Tyrone Hankerson. Tyrone Tyrone Hankerson. (laughs) Along with a few other folks were like embezzling money out of the student loan office. Fucked up. And he was buying trips to Greece and like traveling the world and like taking pictures in this furry like teddy bear jacket down jumping in the air like had uh, hired a photographer it girl, looks like he, yes taking pictures <laughs> in front of like a g-wagon yep. doing the most meanwhile like, you're stealing from financial aid right there was Where a, um, in there the was world a post that he posted and it was like there was a post that he posted there was something he posted on facebook 
holding a duffel bag and he was like another semester down another bag secured, secured. like the irony <laughs> <laughs> damn yes i do this remember man that was like he was just writing okay. himself grants and loans and approving them for himself and giving himself like ten thousand dollars scholarships but hold on kind of so stuff. maybe hampton is it was, the a, real it was alleged he claims he claimed innocence yeah well he apparently it was a whole scam and probably a superior was yeah. having him do it and he was getting hit off with some of the money because they had to funnel it through a student because i'm sorry a college student cannot mm. afford the lifestyle that that man was living yeah a but, college student on financial aid it's not like he's like a rich kid right <laughs> yes uh, but the, it made, us, it made people bear. start having oh. these conversations about like what kind of expectations are set at howard where you want to where you feel like you have to flex and mm. stunt all the time um because i mean people was coming with it this weekend it was oh looks look brands girl weave i was drinking clico because it matched my outfit and i it was like an accessory she got money honey. what does that even mean just, i felt like it would look like it would go nicely with my outfit in photos it would pop with my outfit it looked good in photos too that's it's terrible well, i guess howard's like the black elite in a way kind of in a way, in, yeah. I mean, in a way, the people I was that I that I am friends with are people I was hanging out with. Definitely have come from some backgrounds, yeah. And like a lot of them are like rough or or like elite backgrounds. Elite or backgrounds, like okay. Come from are like third, fourth generation Howard grads and stuff like that. Jack and Jill, yeah. That's like, dope, though. Yeah, really. I mean, it's powerful. Yeah, it, I mean, it was so dope. Shadé and I were talking about like. um uh, what did, we, what did you say to me? Something like, could I have gone to a, a black school? Or yeah, something? I don't know if I could. But there was uh, there was a lot of shit that I went through uh, that I grappled with going to a black school that I don't even know. A lot of it was based on my own insecurity and a lot of stuff. But there was so much stuff that I didn't have to deal with because I did not go to a school with white people. Like a white school. Like once I've been out in the world with all these white people, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I can't even imagine juggling all of my weird, like, growing pains and insecurity and just feelings and stuff on top of having to be worried about white people in my classroom. Yeah. Mm. Praise God. I was well, just. Well, I always say, I don't think I would like have me. been able to survive Trinity as the Sade of today. Mm, but the mm-hmm. Sade then had a great time. So I. Right. And I still look back on, on the. On the good times. <laughs> the me being naive as fuck. Oh, and yeah. just parlaying. Right. In the frat house. Well, yeah. I didn't fuck with Colgate while I was there, but then you were in a sorority. No, but I, I was just going to say I fucked with the social scene. Okay. <laughs> like, like or maybe that was a form of coping, like getting blackout drunk every night. Shit. A word. I mean, you weren't fully aware of probably what the fuck was happening. Like, I could not, like, in New York City, I can go out and not drink and enjoy myself. Right. At Colgate, I could not go out and not drink and right. enjoy myself. Like, I had to be drunk. Right. And then so it was like, a fucking riot. <laughs> Ranger. Ranger. Friday. Yes, Friday. Colgate, Friday with your bracket. Wait, well, we were like ranked like second, work hard, play hard oh school God. in the country. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, we went hard. I kind of live. We call it Camp Trend. Yes. Uh, I mean, I have wanted to go to a school that was like that. I remember we would, we would go to like GW or Georgetown for parties and I'd be thinking like, this is such a different energy. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Raging. Because we like went to the club and right. had a lot of house parties and stuff. But, but it, And I feel like it was yeah. also like you had to kind of like flex and be on all the time. Like I literally would be gallivanting around campus with like 
booty shorts and Uggs and a jacket. Never. And oh, like I would Patagonia. be in dirty ass Converse. Yeah, just like a mess. It was literally a thing at my school because people would steal your fucking coats. Yeah, you like, that you have your like dirty ass nasty coat, and that's what you bring to parties, like the thrift oh, store. Oh, because you kind of tuck the coat away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it might get stolen. Right. I had a few Fratagonias. Fratagonia. Can you believe that? A rich white school where there are a bunch of thieves? People stealing. (laughs) Rich white school where there's a bunch of thieves. They be the ones. Yo. They steal for fun. I got like five jackets (laughs) stolen. Not steal for fun. Girl. Oh my gosh. I mean, you got money. Why are you stealing? Just to act a damn fool. Like, you have no idea what I worked for. I remember the first, my freshman year, my mom was pissed at me because I got, like, a nice North Face winter coat that she had just bought. And you took that out? It was my freshman year. I didn't know that. you didn't know. You couldn't bring your jacket to a party? Yeah. She was tight. She was like, I'm going to come up there and find that coat. Oh, no. She was like, if you see that coat anywhere around campus, go up to them. Oh, my God. Yeah, how do you walk outside with, with the with stolen But that's my thing. These are rich kids. They probably stole the coat and because I never saw it around campus because best believe I was prepared to walk up on somebody. But I never saw the coat on campus. Yo, I'm crying. And it wasn't a basic North Face. It was like a nice one. It wasn't like a regular black long one or whatever. Right. One yeah. of them special kinds. It was a special one. Of them, one of them with them different numbers. I still have a frac, a Fratagonia that I just found. It ended up being my friend Richie's. But I was like, thanks. Oh my God, I live. <laughs> well, one time I was so fucking drunk and bold and into the Colgate culture that I had, I went to a frat party, couldn't find my coat, coat saw a, a North Face coat, looked in the pockets. There were IDs, credit cards, money. I took out the IDs, credit cards, money. Oh God. Hit it somewhere and left. Wait, wait, wait. So she just needed the coat. I just needed the coat. I was like, oh, I'm not going to steal your shit. Coat. That's so great. I'm like, wait. But I'm going to steal your coat. <laughs> I'm going to steal your coat. But though. I'm also <laughs> shook at people bringing all this shit out. Like, I came out with an ID. That's oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And myself. Yeah. I would, like, write my name on a piece of paper. So, like, if someone wanted to be decent and return the coat, they knew who to return it Sometimes to. Sometimes I didn't even have my ID. I've been locked out of my dorm many a time in many an outfit. Like oh my god that just reminded me of something terrifying what when I the way my door used to always be open um, and I had a stalker did I have I talked about this on here before no the the this stalker that they at my school they used to call him Lil Trey Songs and Lil Ti and I met him in the club and he had the same tattoos as Trey Songs and I believed him but he was low key like insane he and said he was Trey Songs he told and- me he was Trey Songs brother or cousin or something oh. but the camp around campus they used to call Gullible him little ti Glenn. and he used to wear like uh <laughs> right he used to wear dog tags and carried all his things that he owned on his back but for like two months he was just coming on campus doing random things rapping in the fucking student center and stuff so i met him in the club one night and he had mad bottles and i was like oh my god maybe he's actually like who he says he is or maybe he stole someone's credit card girl right or or he walked up on the table and the people had already left He's a scammer. So then that weekend, Drake was coming, and he was like, I know Drake. I'm going to get us into the club. It was like the biggest party of that weekend. And he came to our dorm and waited in the lobby while me and my friends were getting ready. And he overheard, I guess, my friend telling them, like, we tried to check him in, but he didn't have a real ID. He only had dog tags. So fucking crazy. Hmm. Um, So he heard my room number. Anyway, fast forward. We oh, go to the no. club. Oh, he doesn't no. know anyone there. We get to the front of the line. They're laughing in his face. He keeps trying to finesse his way inside. It doesn't work. He's Aww, so annoying thing. at this point that we're like, Ugh, 
Like it just it's just fucking weird. Yeah. My friend slips her way inside of the club and is sitting at like some dude's table, whatever. She gets like a glass of champagne and then she leaves and drives us back to our dorm. Boom. Later on that night, she she knocks on my door and she's like, Yo, I feel crazy. Like I feel like I got roofied or something. Like, <gasps> oh I'm my tripping. gosh. Like my heart is racing. Like uh like she's tripping. And she's like, Can I just come like lay with you? And I just get her some water and I'm like com- comforting her, whatever. And then Somebody starts banging on my door all crazy. And it's this man saying, Glenn, please let me in. I'm so sorry. Like, how did you even get into my door? You didn't have no ID. That's fucking scary. I got up and I just tiptoed because my door was always open. My friends used to just come in and out. And I just like click, click the door. And then he, as soon as he heard the door click, he just started banging on my door. He came back to my, my dorm room like three times in a row. Damn. Did you ever see him again? And then he just like disappeared. So did he roofie your friend? No. Sorry. They did not go into the club together. She snuck her way in on her own because she was a finesse. Oh, so she just got roofied. She got, she thinks she got roofied just by like some random. Someone. Okay. Wow. Y'all. Crazy. That's crazy. Me trying to just get with somebody that was flexing and stunting. Who said he was Trey Song's brother, brother, cousin. Don't know. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Do you have any exciting news, Shade, about your weekend? Yeah, wow, that whole thing just took a turn. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was Halloween weekend. I just wore a lot of wigs and was a Jamaican auntie for two days. It was fun because I don't have any hair. So, so you can do that. You yeah, can just do that. turn the wig I'm on. a psycho and like this guy was trying to talk to me, like coming up to me. I was like, oh, like, you look really nice and, like, trying to kiki with me. And I'm, like, laughing because I have on this, like, dutty blonde wig. Like, you can literally, like, see the lace. Well, maybe not in the dark, but, like. It did. It, but, your hair is, like, you don't have a lot of hair, so it just laid flat. It yeah, didn't look bad. But it was, like, if you saw it up close, whatever. It was dark. He's, Wait, do you he think was he was really trying to get at you and thought that was your hair? No, I don't know what he thought, but I was just, could've, like. It didn't could've. look that crazy. I was just, like, cracking up. and But then, like. As I looked, because, you know, it was like a bashment. I went to this party called Dance Halloween, like Dance Hall mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so they were just playing like Mad Dance Hall, Mad Reggae, Mad Soka, Mad, all my favorite shit. And I was like, oh, wait. Once the like little fog machine dissipated, I was like, oh, he a little John. So he was like, oh, yeah, add me on Instagram, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, after my second drink, I was like, let me go see what he's about. And he was with some other bitch. And I got tight. And I started, like, dancing next to them being like, why the fuck are you talking to this bitch? And I was like, shut it. You're crazy. Wait, you don't know that that's a man. man. You spoke no. those words? No, no, no I didn't. She was getting territorial words. with a stranger, but I was just right. getting territorial with a complete stranger. And then I was like, "Okay, maybe you've had too many double gin and tonics, girl." <laughs> Swinging that wig around, Swinging the wig around, acting that a wig will embolden you. But I had fun. <sighs> what did you do this weekend, Chelsea? Um, nothing that crazy. For the first time, I didn't have like a planned out Halloween costume, mm-hmm. which. I don't know if I'm getting too old or like was just super lazy this year because I fucking love Halloween and getting dressed up and I had nothing planned. Um, And then I did like a little couples dinner, which I'm starting to enjoy. You've been doing all these couple things. But you know, when you see on TV, like people who do couples dinner and like couples dinners and the girls are mad, whack and annoying. I'm lucky that the girls are nice yeah, yeah. and fun and, right, cool. and cool so like i could see them being my friends you know yeah. oh that's cute yeah 
Super cute. I'm going to be going on hella vacation, like couples vacation. Oh, um, I think we're going to Haiti with this one couple. That's going to be so cool. Yeah. Um, but anyways, should we jump into the topic real fast? Maybe we'll just do what we can. Yeah. I mean, we decided that this week we just kind of wanted to like catch up, talk through like current events and all the crazy shit that's going on. So I'm from Brooklyn originally born and raised. Well, okay. I wasn't born in Brooklyn. We won't highlight where I was born. Girl, see, you, you did that to yourself. I, wasn't even <laughs> I just don't want nobody to be like, blast me. All right. No I'm more tangents. But I just wanted to quickly note that I'm very excited to be voting because I vote in Florida. November 6th. Mm-hmm. Yes. So everyone, please get out and vote. Like if you don't vote, you're trash. I'll just say that right now. If you do not vote, you are trash. If you don't vote, shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Not even. Wait, y'all, is it true that Kaepernick does not vote? I don't I don't know. know. So we're not okay, going to put that out But there. if he don't vote, he trash. Anybody don't, who don't I, vote is trash. I don't believe he doesn't vote. But. If, my, if, my, if my grandfather don't vote, he trash. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Every, anybody could catch it on site because all this fuckery happened because people were like, well, I wasn't crazy about Hillary, so I just decided not to vote. Meanwhile, Hillbilly, Jim Jam, and Jack got the fuck out of their trailers. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, that's sorry. Not Jim Jam. Sorry, Jim. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm saying like all these hillbillies like took their asses out of their fucking trailer parks and like stopped doing meth for two seconds to go vote for this fuck tard and now we're in this situation. But the so, Democrats do need to be better though. No, like I mean I voted Democrat, but I'm just saying like the party is also shit. No, I agree. But I would have rather have <laughs> but I would rather doing like shady shit than yeah. this man. This man tweeted to Andrew Gilliam, who's running for governor for Florida. Mm-hmm. Black In man. Florida, black man. In Florida, there's a choice between a Harvard Yale educated man named Ron DeSantis. I don't even know if that's how you fucking say his name. Fuck him. Who has been a great congressman and will be a great governor, and a Dem who is a thief and who is mayor of poorly run Tallahassee, said to be one of the most corrupt cities in the country. Um, who are you talking about? Thieving mm-hmm. and being corrupt, like pot calling the motherfucking kettle black. I mean, and what? let's talk about how he highlights that this man was a Harvard, Yale educated man. Meanwhile, I believe Gilliam went to uh, HBCU. I think he went to uh, FAMU. FAMU. Yeah. yeah. And has no criminal record whatsoever. So what is this whole thief thing? Like just bullshit. And I told my brother though, cause my brother was like, my brother lives in Florida. He was like, man, like Gilliam's coming for them. Cause he had a debate with, um, DeSantis and he, he was black as fuck at that debate. He was black <laughs> as fuck. And he said, he said I'm not dog calling you a racist. The racists think you're a racist. Yeah. And everybody was like, Oh shit. And he really like went in on them. And I'm like, wow. Like, I'm nervous for this man because, like, they don't even know what to do with him. Like, Obama was, like, a little bit more of, like, a pacifist. Like, right. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, like, hating them hard like that. But, like, he's going hard. And I'm obviously voting for him. But it's just, like... Yeah, maybe that's what we need. Someone who's willing to, like, speak out and, like, not be so basic as Hillary was. Sorry. Ooh. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was she not could, crazy about her either. But to get I wasn't going to just not vote so that that man could be in office. Yeah. And then, so can you talk about the issues in Atlanta or Georgia? Oh, so Georgia, the, so Stacey Abrams, 
is running for governor. Black so, woman. Black woman. So, so dope to see. Ooh, Stacey Yvonne Abrams. I love that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A sister. A sister. <laughs> She's running against uh, Brian Kemp, whatever. And it's really dope to see the support that's coming out. So it looks like Trump is going to be at like a, a Brian Kemp rally, but Obama is backing Stacey. Yeah. So oh he's coming God. through and like Will Ferrell was going door to door. Yeah, Will Ferrell was going door to door. Like it's a really, really, really tight race. So this is gonna be major for Kemp is Georgia. also cheating. Oh right. Like <laughs> please speak on that. So he is he is able to He's like he makes the rules and is also a candidate. I know, but I'm trying to like explain what his role secretary? is. Secretary, yeah, he Secretary of State. Secretary. Oh, um, he is Secretary of State. Yeah. So he's like creating all that um, voter like voter suppression. Yeah. It's so like if the name is wrong and blah blah blah. Yeah. But the fact that he's able to make these rules and he's also a candidate just seems obviously like shouldn't be allowed like the person who's running is making the rules that seems fucked up so jimmy carter calls for brian kemp to resign as ga secretary of state that's just really crazy it's like to me. a big conflict of interest yeah it's a major conflict of conflict of interest and like i don't know how people still have like the wool over their eyes at this point it's just like you are either high key just like a racist anti-semite if you're supporting this man and all of his nonsense oh like speaking of anti-semitism um so i just want to take a moment to acknowledge what did happen in pittsburgh um at the jewish well at the synagogue which is obviously like a jewish place of worship um where a bunch of worshipers were killed um a lot of them were elderly people one of i think one or two of them were actually holocaust Holocaust survivors um there was a 97 year old woman like all crazy um and it was a white man um and on a social networking site called gab which is like Um, According to Wikipedia, it says, Gab is a far-right American social networking service created as an alternative to Twitter, which promotes itself as supporting free speech. That's my fucking issue. Free speech. Free speech and hate speech. Exactly. Like, you should not be allowed to say all Jews should die, which is what he treat what what he tweeted or gabbed, whatever. And he's like, they're coming for my people, my, my folks. It's like... What are, what are, who are your people? What are you talking about? Yeah, and it's crazy. And actually, there are, according to the ADL, anti-Semitic attacks are up 57% in the U.S. since Trump has taken oh. office. And, and I'm not saying this to say, like, Trump is, is an anti-Semite because I don't believe he is, personally. I mean, his daughter is, is a converted Jew. Um, in Israel, they support him more than they do in America. Like, it... He, he is liked mm-hmm. by Jews. Um, but his his just like hateful rhetoric is just like has emboldened extremists. For sure. Um, emboldened the fuck out of them. Yeah. And like, I feel like he called these people evil. And oh, notice how he called these, this man evil who shot up the synagogue, mm-hmm. but would not admit to the people in Charlottesville as being evil. Yeah. He yeah. said, oh, there was bad on both sides. Of course, that's the he can do that because that has to do with black people. Mm-hmm. But let me not even go there. Um, yeah, so that happened. Y'all, when I was um, 
on my way back from D.C., my Uber driver and I were talking about it. Um, and he was like, yeah, because, you know, he was saying something like, I'm so much more afraid of, like, uh, attacks via guns than I am of terrorist attacks, which I low-key wanted to check in, but I wasn't even going to even go there with him because mm-hmm. it's like, it, that is a terrorist attack. It's right. the same shit. But we don't call it terrorism when it's a white right. man. Exactly. It's like, sir, what? But yeah. then he's like, yeah, because, you know, I'm a survivor of 9-11. I was in the Pentagon. Like, it was wow. right next to me where the plane, like, impacted. And I just ran out. You know, he was telling me these crazy stories mm. how like the sounds that were in his ears as like all the wind was like rushing through the building Shit. and all this stuff and it was just hella intense but i've um last week there were all these like trainings at the school where i work about what to do if like a mass shooter comes into the building and oh they just, did the training yeah God. and then we're gonna have to do a lockdown um whatchamacallit like drill with our students yeah. and talk to them about what we would do if something happened which and is where scary we would hide in it, and how we would barricade the door. Yeah. Which to me is scary because it's just like no matter how much you practice that, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't, you just know, don't know what's like what that circumstance will feel like, what Until that would happens. look like, right? What? Yeah, it's like you don't know if kids are gonna freak out and like it's just such a crazy what do you thing do? that we even have to think about. Meanwhile, we're all pressed about this alleged caravan of Mexicans coming. The Mexicans are coming. And mm. he's like Who's pressed? I'm not pressed about no fucking Mexicans. Well, I'm pressed okay. about these white people. Let me not guns. say we, but the man who yeah. unfortunately is the president of the United States. And yeah. To all the ignorant people that are like, well, why are they even coming to this country? Why do they want to be here? Please go do your research and understand that the United States has terrorized the entire world for the past 200 years and have allowed for dictators to come into their countries and rape and pillage their countries, fuck their economies, make these people have to come here because they're running from fucking drug cartels that are backed by this government that they won't tell you about and all the economic inequalities that are happening in South and Central America because of the United States. So mm-hmm. you want to have a problem now that these people are coming here to seek asylum for the shit that our country did, mm-hmm. but you don't even fucking know about that. Like read a book and stop going and tweeting and saying all this shit that you don't know anything about because right. it's so fucking frustrating. Like it drives me crazy. Also, really quick, uh, the the they keep saying suspect. The murderer Bowers, Robert mm. Bowers, he also tweeted that Hyas likes to bring invaders to kill our people. Not tweeted, he gabbed that Hyas likes to bring gab. invaders to kill our people. And Hyas stands for Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. And just a really really quick statistic: during the Obama administration, the refu- refugee threshold was one hundred and ten thousand. And under the the Trump administration, it's 30,000. So, like, just that alone should tell you, like, what Trump's actions, how they affect people. And they then trickle down into thinking that when you take someone in from a different country, you're then letting in invaders to kill your people. Right. Like, I don't know. And I thought it was also interesting to look at the Muslim reaction. Oh, yes. Um, so let me pull it up real quick. Um, so Muslim organizations joined together to raise more than $110,000 for the victims of the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting. Wow. So I feel like that is an exemplary act. Like we should look at that and see, wow, like another oppressed group is 
although they have their issues mm-hmm. with not these Jewish people specifically, but Jewish but with people. With one another, yeah. yeah. with one another. Um, they are, they understand that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they're both oppressed groups and they came together to do something about it. Right. Like yeah. being targeted for their religions and being attacked in their places of worship, like where they go to f- find safety and, yeah. Yeah. Worship with one another. There's that saying, like, they came for these people and I didn't say anything. They came for these people and I didn't say anything. Right. And then they came for me. It's like, mm. I feel like people have had that mentality a lot, especially when it comes to politics. And this is even pre-Trump. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, that's not my fight to fight. Or I don't know anything about that. Or I'm not involved in that. And I think, like, all these things that are happening, like, he is ruthlessly attacking so many different minority groups. Mm-hmm. And I hope that things like that can continue to happen where we like support one another and we're not just like, oh, well, I'm not Muslim or I'm not Jewish or I'm not black or I'm not Mexican, so I don't care because like he's coming for everybody. Yeah. Well. And like, mm. no, you want to go? I was going to say we're going to see y'all at the polls, but real quick, something I was thinking about today because I vote on um, at the Macon Library in Bed-Stuy and the women that run those polls are all these just old black women and they're so dope but how incredible that these are the women that are like manning the polls Mm -hmm. when like we black people could not vote like these are elderly women like they might remember a time when they couldn't vote yeah you also get a nice check for doing it (laughs) yeah (laughs) my mom was like you should sign up I'm crying. No way. But yeah. I, I live for them. These yeah. are, it's just such a like community, like community members. Yeah. And every time I go there, they're like, oh my God, like I remember when you was born. Yeah. You out here voting. Yeah. Like it's just really, beautiful. really beautiful and powerful. And I, I'd like to know more about these women and kind of like just their stories. I think it's so fascinating that they run the polls yeah, in I mean, our communities, these old black women. Yeah. Similarly, lit. I've lo- vote at the Flatbush Public Library and literally, it's all these old immigrant women that aren't even from this country that are running it. Yeah. They're obviously citizens at this right. point, but they value it so much. Like when they give you your sticker, and especially when they see like young people there voting, they're yeah. so excited and like happy, oh, and like they're not even that. from this fucking country. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just like it's an important thing. It's a, it's your civic duty. Yeah. Get your ass to the fucking polls. Go in the morning. Go in the night. Polls close at what, like nine or ten? Yeah, you can make it after work. You can make it after work. And technically, your job is supposed to let you go and have a moment to go vote. Right. So if they're on that bullshit, just write it in, write an email so it's in writing so you can um, hit up HR later. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm realizing I've never actually gone to polls aside from one time and I I was like at the U.S. Embassy in Argentina. I wasn't even like at... Uh. So I'm like, you've, ne- you've always done absentee. Yeah. Yeah. Those I, scare me. I'm like, do those even count? I know. <laughs> I hope it counts. I surely hope so. I mean, I did do diligence to put those in before, but I remember going to vote for Obama when I was at Howard. That was such a moment. Oh my God. I bet. At this okay. church. Also really quick, this wasn't planned at all, but look at these things. It's, uh, it's like oh. a campaign. So that's one. I live. I'll actually just text it to you guys. There are these campaigns that are going around New York City, and it says, keep NYC trash free. Um, but the visuals to me, I don't know if they're okay. Why? 
Um, I think they, they're kind of hateful. Like, they're funny, but they're hateful. Look at them. I sent, you, sent them to you. I'll describe them for the listeners. But one is a woman, a uh, white woman, blonde hair. She has a Make America Great hat again and a Bible. And it's like oh, an shit. X over her head. And it says, keep NYC trash free. Another one is a white man. And he has a Confederate flag on his arm and a Chick-fil-A cup. Ooh. And it says, keep NYC trash free. Um, and the other one is a man in a Patriots jersey with a Boston Red Sox cap with a Samuel Adams beer. And it says, keep NYC trash free. Oh, now, is it hilarious? God. Yes. <laughs> Wait, but is, is it powered it, by the Parks Department? I don't know. Because they have their logo down on the bottom. Oh, so then, yeah. Is that what... Yeah, well, it says NYC Sanitation. Well, so we'll post it on our Instagram. Oh but God. like, what do you think about these ads? I mean, I'm not really all the way here for them, like putting an X over this woman's face. If she was just the the Bible, having her hold the Bible and crossing that off, that feels a little feels a little uh, wrong. Feels a little wrong, and and it's just it's not it's just it's not right. Um, it, it's hilarious, but I mean, it's not right. But it's the whole thing is hilarious, it's hilarious in general. Right? But it's also like New York. Really tries to flex like we're some OD liberal ass place. And we're and not. People are walking around thinking all this kind of shit too. They're right. just not looking like it. So right. like. And exactly. They're not wearing. They're not wearing. Exactly. Hat, but they're wearing a suit working on Wall Street. Exactly. Making money. People in New York have been cons- like the New York City has done some foul shit. To yeah. People that don't have money and to people of color. And oh, have, yeah. Like kept kept us like like oppressed yeah i mean there's so much wealth in this city exactly. and then so much poverty in this city right so that alone like tells you that but then we're like oh this is the greatest city it's so free blah nah yeah. well um shade had to go get our special guest so we're not going to do what would you do this week yeah but do we have a uh, black girl doing shit yeah well uh something else that happened this week um a writer named Intozaki Shange, she wrote um, for colored girls who have considered suicide uh, when the rainbow is enough. She passed away this weekend. Oh, wow. So I just want to shout her out um, and her legacy um, because her, her book has been just like integral for a lot of us. Um, I remember doing like select like selections of that play like when I was in middle school. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um Thank you all for listening again. Um, remember to go vote on November 6th. Um, go vote. Like, don't not vote just because it's not, like, a super big election and, like, it's not a presidential election. Like, go vote. It all matters. These people probably do more for you than Donald Trump even cares to do or could do. I don't know. Um, thank you again for listening. I'm Chels Pinky. I'm Glenn at Bedside Brat and Shade is at Black Girls Texting. We are all at Black Girls Texting. Yes. Also, thank you for all the people who have been reposting us. So many people have been doing it. All the people who have been tagging us. All the people who have been sharing us to their friends, rating, commenting, subscribing. Like, that means the world. And all the feedback is super helpful for us to create content that matters for you. We're so happy that people feel like seen by what we're doing Um, yeah yeah thank you all right bye 
Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our lowest prices of the season, the new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.